This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, let, so we look, the great thing about this team is Lamar Jackson is the quarterback. Um, the bad thing about this team, and, and, and we're specifically talking about what happened in this past weekend's game is once again the past defense the Ravens um have always been a team that said that secondary is very important to them and to make sure that they have guys you know that can be able to be available so a lot of things happened in Sunday's game you don't have Kyle Fuller already for the season you didn't have Brandon Stevens um who didn't start um because of injury you had Marcus Peters coming back for the first time in limited action from his injury, you had Marlon Humphrey coming in with a groin injury. Um, so you didn't have 100% health in that regard. Uh, and, you know, at first, it worked. When Mike McDonald moved out of a, a base defense with two cornerbacks and two safeties and started playing dime coverage, it did work. Eventually, it fell apart at the scene. Yeah. And while people have blamed Mike McDonald, I don't I don't agree with that. I think that the call that he made was the right call, particularly because of the guys in Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill. You have to play it the way that you did. Um, it, eventually, they just did not get it together. And so the pass defense struggled. Um, John Harbaugh was asked about – this defense, particularly because of the injuries to Marlon Humphrey and Marcus Peters and, and having youth come in as a result. And this is what he had to say. I did not expect those things to happen in this game. I also understand that we got some young guys back there. You know, we're throwing, we're throwing guys who are out there for the first time in an NFL game against some fast players, you know, and things are moving fast and the game's on the line. That can happen. I think those young guys are going to learn fast. The same thing goes in the red zone. You know, you got to stay with your man when you're in man coverage and you can't be staring at the quarterback and let your guy separate from you. And that's basic fundamental stuff that we work on all the time. Easier said than done, but got to be done. So we'll work on those things. And, uh, you know, we don't, we're not blaming anybody. We just got to keep working and get better at that stuff. Okay, so obviously that he's acknowledging that, you know, look, you didn't have the veterans out there. I think that people keep – I've seen people on Twitter talk about, oh, the defense is this and Marlon Humphrey that. Uh, Marlon Humphrey wasn't there, I don't think, for any of the four uh, touchdowns in the fourth quarter. I don't think he played on the field in that regard because obviously he was dealing with the groin injury. So he was having limited action himself. So there was a lot of youth out there that was playing uh, because they didn't have their guys in Humphrey and Peters was there. But again, Peters is a guy that that's his first game back coming off of a major knee injury. So you have, you have Pepe Williams out there, you have Kyle Hamilton out there. Uh, and so uh, Jalen Armour Davis is out there. Mm -hmm. Lots of youth out there, lots of time to miscommunicate, which it looks like that's what they did. And as a result, they paid big time due to their lack of experience. Yeah. And I mean, for starters, I definitely want to just give props because I, even though he got hurt uh, later on in the game, I thought Pepe Williams played fantastic. 
Um, he had two pass breakups. He had three tackles in the game. Every I think for the most part, more, the most the more opportunities he got to be involved in the play, he stepped up. I, I've I've been I've, I've liked Pepe Williams since they brought him to Baltimore, and I thought he'd get a lot of opportunities this past week with all the injuries in the secondary. He did, and he definitely stepped up. He got late. He got hurt late in the game. Uh, but for the most part, I thought Pepe was fantastic. Even Jalen Armour Davis, I thought he was okay for the most part. Um, had a couple of moments where I thought he was a little hesitant to get into the play or to react to what he was saying. But for the most part, I thought he played pretty good. Kyle Hamilton, he had a couple of nice tackles early, but obviously the miscommunications on the back end can't happen. That miss, that last touchdown to Tyree Kill, a lot of people are going to blame uh Kyle Hamilton, and it sounds like Harbs was putting it on Kyle Hamilton to a degree as well. Uh, and when you look at the play, both Jalen Armour Davis and Marcus Williams are both talking to Kyle Hamilton after the play. So I, I think it's fair to say he did something wrong. The alignment, I mean, he's lined up on the complete opposite side of the field. <laughs> so, number one, it's on coaching for me. And that specific on that specific play, that's on coaching. If you know you're in cover two and you see that the safety that's supposed to be helping the corner on the far side of the field is not over there. Instead, he's on the opposite side of the field and inside the box. You call a obviously, timeout. Yeah, call a timeout. Yeah. You 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 cannot because what is the alternative? You know, you know your corner is playing the flats. You know that. He's not going to carry him. So it's either give up the touchdown or call a timeout. Yeah. And it's clear they chose to call the time. They they chose to go and give up the touchdown because I, I just don't, I think that was negligent right there. To be honest with you, I thought that was so poor on the coaching staff as a whole to allow that type of, that type of formation to happen, allow guys to be misaligned at that point in the game, of course Tyreek Hill's going to go deep. Of course right. he is. Right. There's nobody there. <laughs> I'm calling that every time, too, like, Cordell. Well, Anytime yeah. I see him look like he's in single coverage, there's no way I'm not calling a long pass. Right. And, 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 right. and I think, because I was one of those people, let me be clear, I believe that they did not respect the deep ball of Tua. Oh, I'm clear. not a I'm not a huge fan of Tua's deep ball, but guess what? He create he made me be one after Sunday. Yep. He does have it in him, okay? And then oh. you make it much easier, you mm -hmm. know, when, when you don't cover a guy like Tyreek Hill, he's wide open just running down the field. He's probably still running down Pratt Street right yep. now. Who knows? Uncovered. I, I told everybody had so much to say about Tua and his arm, and they act like if you're not, you know, don't have the strongest arm in the league, you're not a great quarterback. Uh, if you don't, if you didn't respect Tua, you do now. Um, it, it's clear the dude can ball. Uh, you can't just go into what all the people, all the people on Twitter say, and what some of the national people say about some of these guys. They're not really watching. They're really just giving, trying to give a hot take, say something cool, say something funny. But in reality, these guys still got to go on the field. They still got to play the game for sixty minutes, and the Ravens didn't do that. They let their guard down, and Tua and these guys came out there and completely carved them up in the second half. I'm with you. I don't 
I, I'm not knocking McDonald for some of the calls that he made. You can't go man against these guys, especially with you having a banged up secondary. Your top two corners are either hurt or coming back from injury. So you couldn't go out there and they can't run with these dudes anyway, even right. if they were healthy. So you can't go out there and just call a lot of man coverage. You have to play zone. Your zones just have to be tighter. And in reality, Tua made some fantastic throws. Absolutely. Some, some passes in the second window, in the second window of the zone that's going right over the linebackers' hands, right over their heads. The touchdown he threw to Mike Jacecki in the back of the end zone. Nobody even jumped because he put the ball up so high on the ladder that only Mike Jacecki could get it. There were a couple times, even just in the midst of their drives, where he's throwing over the middle, right over Patrick Queen, right over Josh Bynes or whoever was in there at linebacker at the time or playing at the second level. He was just feeling it. And a part of that is because he had all day to throw the ball. There was no type of pass rush outside of the one drive that Justin Houston pretty much destroyed. Other than that, the Ravens got zero pressure on to an all game. Uh, he was able to sit back there and get comfortable, dissect the defense whenever yep. he wanted to. Uh, you had guys running wide open. The Ravens just made it too easy for them in the second half. I thought that they just got in a prevent-style defense and like, okay, let's keep everything in front of us. But, A, you couldn't even do that. You were still allowing guys to get behind you. And even when they did catch it in front of them, you have, you have problems tackling in the open field two things you can't have happen against the Dolphins. Now, going up against New England is not the same type of offense, but it's going to be different. Now, you're going to have to be able to stop the run this week. You're going to be able – you're going to have to consistently stop the run because this is right. a team that's going to run the ball whether it's working or not. They're going to keep running the ball, and you have to be on your toes for yeah. the play action because they've got some speed out there at receiver – and guys like Nelson Aguilar that can make plays. And if you saw the Patriots game this past week, you saw Nelson Aguilar was out there balling. So yeah. you can't sleep against these guys. Uh, it may not be as uh, versatile of a, of, a, of a offense as the Dolphins had with as much speed as they have, but this is more of a brute style offense that you're going to play against with the Patriots. You're going to have to show up ready to hit somebody uh, because if not, they're going to run all over. I completely agree. Um, and look, you know, again, the Miami uh, offense in terms of their wide receiving personnel is very unique because they're super fast. They're super elusive. And I don't think that, you know, other teams can say that they have that. But um, so that helps them in a sense. But also we have to figure out who's healthy. <laughs> right. Once again, Cordell, we're in a situation where we don't know who's 100 percent healthy. And that's going to impact how they play um, next week. And I know we've talked about the past defense, uh, but obviously I think we it is very fair to say that they have a pass rush problem, a big one. And um, losing Stephen Means and losing John Ross, I think they're down, what, to two linebackers? Is, is it two linebackers that they're down? Well, and they also let go of uh, Fackrell, uh, yes. uh, Kyler Fackrell on Monday as well. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's very safe to say that this is this is problematic for them. Yes, they can stop the run, but agree, I agree with you. It's it's been inconsistent. Um, and look, 
Sunday's game might be an anomaly. It could have been just because they were tired. It could have been that the Dolphins was just wearing them down defensively because on the second half they spent a lot the of time. The defense was on the field, the field a lot. Yeah. Yep, right. So it's very possible that that's the case. But, um, you know, I would think that they could rebound from from what happened last week because they don't have, they're not going to be dealing with the same personnel from a past defense perspective um, right. this week. So uh, let's hope and pray that yeah. they can get some type of health in the backfield to help the guys up front and, and, and they can move along good. But yeah, that was, that was very, very hard to watch in terms of pass defense, particularly in the fourth quarter on Sunday. 